Howdy, humans. It's been a couple of weeks since I've had any sort of regularity uh, with posting. Seems like generally I'm getting one per week done, and that's that's the goal anyway. I hope that as things settle down for the school year, uh, it'll be easier for me to get things knocked out and, and get them online on time on Thursdays, and I am going to leave it on Thursdays no matter what. Um, if it doesn't happen on Thursday, it doesn't happen on Thursday, but you know it's coming soon. So I wanted to talk about something that's a little bit difficult to think of in terms of creativity versus performance. In performance as a conductor, uh, teacher, I was constantly thinking about ways to get my students to excel, um, whether it be against a certain standard or against their own past, their history of performance, uh, whatever. There are levels at which students, as you probably all know, uh, can hit mastery as they learn a thing. All of us are that way. My project for my master's degree was on adults learning from a beginning level as percussionists and beginning instrumentalists. That's a difficult thing to take on. We kind of scientifically get just a little bit dumber as we get older, a little bit, you know, the, the old saying, you can't teach a dog new tricks. We absolutely can teach a dog new tricks, but it takes a little bit longer for that dog to learn them. In this case, the dog is a human. It's difficult, but it's not at all impossible, and it can be incredibly fulfilling. Well, how does that relate? There's a certain amount of expectation that one can have on themselves the older we get in learning something new or as a teacher for young ones that, as I used to tell my students, you can play at a pro level at your level. You can hit your music at a pro level. Will you have the same tone quality and all those sorts of things that a professional has? No, definitely not. But can you strive for that level of perfection that you can hit? Absolutely. And that applies, too, to creativity. Certainly, there are things that I've learned over the last two years about writing music, about mixing and mastering that music. Not mastering because I'm not quite there yet, but certainly mixing the music, getting the certain frequencies to not cause problems with each other. Um, you know, what instrument will work in a given context versus another. I certainly knew a lot of that from writing band music, but of course there was a time that I had to learn it all in that discipline as well, uh, making sure that um, I was orchestrating in such a way that it was going to have its most effect on the field or on the stage, usually on the field. There are certain things that might work in a concert hall that if you do those things on a field, sometimes they just don't come across to the audience in terms of orchestrating and arranging the music. The same thing is true from a creative standpoint in writing music for media or putting together a rock album or whatever. There are certain things that are going to come across and certain things that are not. And the thing that I kind of have to wake up every day and remind myself is that pro level is only reachable if I expect myself to get to that pro level, if I expect high quality out of myself versus accepting kind of whatever comes out. But there's a flip side to that coin. We also can't expect so much of ourselves that we cripple ourselves and our abilities to move on. So there's a fine line. There's a balance there. I used to tell the students as we would go into performance, if you're nervous, that means you care. That means you have put something into this and you're ready to go. If you're afraid, truly afraid, that may mean that you're not prepared, that you haven't done the things that it takes to get to that point. I certainly think that's true as I've gone through this last year 
of, or these last six, eight months of the protege course, uh, there are times that I have been a little bit afraid to do a submission. Uh, and it's not, not because I haven't worked for it, but because maybe I didn't put as much time as I needed to into it, or, or maybe it was just something that was actually truly beyond my reach. I'm not accustomed to that. Um, I have a tendency to uh, over-research things, spend ridiculous hours watching YouTube, reading things, whatever, to learn how to do something. And when I put something out there for others to listen to or to read or to whatever, I tend to want that to be at a certain level. And it's been a bit not crippling, but certainly difficult for me to put music that isn't isn't quite up there yet um, because I just don't know how to get it to that point for the the producers that I work with uh, as a student at Protégé. And we all kind of run into that, don't we? There are times in our lives that we're ready to, to take another step into something new and it doesn't always go the way we hope it will. Or as Luke Skywalker said in The Last Jedi, this is not going to go the way you think. Sometimes it just doesn't. Um, sometimes it's not perfect, as it were. Truly nothing is perfect. I can, I can find little nuggets in what is nearly a perfect performance uh, on, a, on a recording or whatever that, that just aren't perfect. But in their way, that makes them perfect because it's human. We don't want computery performances, although it seems like more and more in rock and pop music we do uh, want that. But I, there, it's always interesting to hear a human touch. You can have super high production levels or whatever, but to hear something that a human has slightly messed up on or whatever and left it in because they thought it was cool. Some of the best things to come out of, uh, of great, especially comedy movies, but it, it certainly happens all over the place, are, are things that were mistakes that were left in. Um, or improvisations because an actor forgot their line or whatever, and it went through and it was wonderful. You know, uh, of course, the the great improvisation masters over the years, Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, those were they were they were wonderful at all that, as one would expect them to be. But back to expecting, I kind of I run the gamut myself from being a little bit lackadaisical about certain things. Uh, Never was about schoolwork or music, but certain things in my life that I don't in any way expect perfection out of versus being an absolute debilitating perfectionist. Things are just difficult for me sometimes to let go as I'm moving into, okay, well, let's put this um, piece of music out here or, or whatever, and it's just very difficult for me to let it go. Probably true of everybody with some aspect of their lives. It's just really, really difficult. Some people, it hits them at all levels. And so to those people, if you should happen to be listening, I'd say, just let, let it go. go. You know, that doesn't work, does it? But try to find some aspect of what you're doing that you definitely know that you can make perfect easily, or at least without second-guessing yourself and, and working ridiculously hard over and over. Make that aspect really great. Make it something that the consumer, whether it be a, a piece of music or a piece of art or a piece of literature or just an article or cleaning the house or weeding the garden, make something perfect so that people can look into that thing and say, oh, that's really cool. And they'll ignore the things that aren't perfect or they'll feel warmer because a human being made those things. 
I think if we try to perfect everything in a given project, uh, it it can be a bit too much, depending on the project, of course. You know, there are things that we can get very nearly there, no matter who we are. But oftentimes, if a project is overwhelming, finding something you can latch on to is a great way to go. If you're one who tends to let things go just a little bit too much, you can do the same thing. Try to find one thing in a given project and say, I'm going to do this all the way through. And look at your phone or your calendar or whatever and strip your day down just a little bit and say, I'm going to I'm going to make this one thing happen and make it great so that then you can turn around and, and maybe get a few more things done in your day because that thing is done and it's wonderful and you're happy with it and you're happy with yourself and you can pat yourself on the back and you know what, tomorrow you might be able to get two things done that way. A little bit of positive reinforcement of ourselves, uh, some endorphins and whatnot can certainly make the next day a little bit brighter and easier to, to grasp. It doesn't always work that way, but it does as often as not, I'd, I'd say at least it does for me. So just make that attempt and I think you'll find great results from it. Organization, when I make myself do it, helps that an awful lot. So I'm going to say here on the podcast right now that I'm going to be more organized and that's going to be my next step towards expecting more of myself and not accepting less. I'm going to be more organized, which is going to allow me hopefully to get more things done during the course of a day or a week without stressing about them. Maybe that will allow me to get these podcasts on time more. Um, certainly I felt really good turning in my protege project just a little while ago and it wasn't necessarily because I was any more um, on top of it than I have been in the past, but there was there was a requirement involved in it that I had to get a fair chunk of it done on Friday, which just meant that between Saturday really and today, I was just cleaning things up mostly and adding things to it. Whereas other times I can second guess myself until the cows come home all the way up till submission deadline and it's no good. It just makes things more difficult. If I go back to the very first episode, I said sometimes it seemed like I was lazy when I was in, in college, and that wasn't mostly true. It was that I just didn't understand things, and there were times that that wasn't necessarily the case either, that I understood them fully well, and I just wasn't in a mental position to be able to get them done without nitpicking, and I didn't know where I could attack things that were easier for me versus not because of my level of ability and, and skill at that point. And that's another one more kind of little tidbit to go along with all this is the notion that in order to truly be successful at a thing and to feel that sort of level of success, one has to have had a taste of that success in some way, shape, or form. And the only way to do that is to chip away at, a, at one aspect of that until you can get there. A beginning band member, to go back to my history, has absolutely no idea what a wonderful concert is and how that feels to them until they've done it once. And it may be that they just completely bombed this one song, but another song they played as nearly perfect as a, as a little sixth grader could do. And that's, that's what I would always try to help them remember. And we can do that for ourselves to find the things that don't go great in our lives. Uh, or in our projects or, or whatever, and say, no, but this, this went really pretty well. So now that we feel that, how can we apply that to everything else? And that's, that's kind of the most important takeaway here. We should definitely expect a lot of ourselves, but not so much that we can't handle it, and we should not accept mediocrity. 
So overall, be kind to yourself. Expect a lot of yourself. Be a good boss to yourself. Don't be, as um, as a future guest of TCL would say, don't be a horrible boss because uh, horrible bosses are horrible. And why would you treat yourself in a way that you wouldn't expect somebody else to do? Expect that of yourself as well. Treat yourself correctly as your own employee in your own body, in your own mind. In just a couple of days, we'll be having a conversation with a former college professor of mine, Dr. Timothy Banks, who is um, a conductor and composer in residence and singer with the Eternal World Television Network, EWTN which is located in Irondale, Alabama, but reaches millions of people all over the world. He is certainly a a mentor of mine and a great friend and one of the most studied and well-spoken people that one might ever meet. It's really cool to just hang out with him and and learn about kind of the world through his eyes and and whatnot because he, he has made it his business to look at the world and take it all in. So you'll see that pop up in a couple days. So enough with the rambling. If you have any questions, thoughts, ideas, concerns, issues, or confessions, of course, you can get me at MikeCaseyComposer at iCloud.com or on Instagram and Facebook at MikeCaseyComposer or go to the website at www.MikeCaseyComposer.com. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye.